0: Morning. You're listening to episode 52 of the Book Morning Podcast. And today, I'm very excited to review Robert Greene's best-selling book, Mastery. Hey, everyone. I'm your host, Chris Cardona. And welcome to the Book Morning Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks a lot for coming. One of my favorite quotes in life by Warren Buffett is, The best investment you can make is an investment in yourself. The more you learn, the more you'll earn, and that is exactly the goal I have for this podcast, to continue expanding my life, learning from the best mentors and examples of success in the world, both living and not, through their stories and books, to achieve the successful life we ourselves and our families deserve. The Book Morning Podcast is produced daily for your enjoyment, where I bring you my takeaways, gold nuggets, and summaries from some of the best books I read and study every day. Show notes can be found at www.bookedmorning.com. Are you all ready? Well, let's get this show started. In our study of some of the greatest achievers in history, we find that they seem to be smarter, gifted, and talented in many, many ways, and appears as though they're just flat-out geniuses. What may surprise us is that we have the same potential as those geniuses and muses of history. But in today's world full of distractions and immediate gratification, we tend to limit our opportunities to grow and develop. The key to our greatest potential and highest level of achievement comes from mastery. But this has become very rare. Most of us want to achieve success superficially, with low-level work and not putting in the hard work, and don't appreciate the process. But mastery takes great effort and passion and persistence and very often requires us to break through obstacles and even sometimes earning the animosity of our peers. But most people lack the work ethic and willingness to really invest in themselves and get stuck in the mire of mediocrity. Multi-bestselling author Robert Greene reveals that mastery won't be easy, but it's extremely fulfilling and a worthwhile endeavor if we are willing to put in the time, blood, sweat, and effort to mastering our craft. So let's dive into the concepts Robert lays out in mastery. He tells us to discover our life's calling, the life's task. We all possess within us an inner force that is there to guide us towards our life's task. That something that we have been put on this earth to accomplish while we live. When we were children, this force was clear to us. It pushed us towards activities and subjects that were naturally attracting to us, which sparked our curiosity. Albert Einstein and Leonardo da Vinci talked of an inner voice that shaped the direction of their theories and creativity. But as we grew older... This inner force faded away as we were influenced more and more by the outside world and our personal anxieties that chip away at this inner force. This was why sometimes we become unhappy because we lose the connection to who we really are and what makes us unique. So, the first thing we must do in mastery is to look inside of us and reconnect with our inner self to find out who we really are. When we know this clearly, This will direct us to the path we must take and everything falls into place. We need to remember that it's never too late to engage in this process. Robert Greene shares some strategies for finding our life's task, and we must pay close attention to all of them as we will most likely encounter each one of them in one form or another. First is the primal inclination strategy or returning to our origins. In order to master a skill or field, we need to love the subject and feel a strong connection to it. Our interest level must be beyond just the field itself. We must have a strong belief for it. In Albert Einstein's case, it wasn't just physics, but his fascination with invisible forces that controlled our universe. The next is the Darwinian strategy or occupying the perfect niche. Finding a niche that we can dominate. Certainly, it's not easy to find a niche. It requires patience and a particular strategy. At first, we start with a field that roughly corresponds to our interest. It may be in business, entrepreneurship, finance, education, and then dive deeper into finding that perfect zone. The third is the rebellion strategy or avoiding the false path. A false path in life is generally Something we're attracted to for the wrong reasons. It could be money, fame, attention, and all that. First, we need to realize as soon as possible that we are in a field or career for the wrong reasons. And then actively rebel against the forces or people that is pushing us away from our true life's path. The next is Robert tells us about submitting to reality, the ideal apprenticeship. The apprenticeship phase consists of three essential steps, each one built on top of each other. They are deep observation, skills acquisition, and then experimentation. The first step is deep observation or the passive mode. We must learn the rules of the game. We need to learn how the system really works and understand who the real boss is. Our goal when we enter our career is to observe and absorb the reality as deeply as possible. But most of us make the mistake of initially thinking that we need to get people's attention or impress people and prove ourselves. These thoughts will dominate our mind and close it off to the reality around us. The second step is skills acquisition or the practice mode. We need to then reduce our learned skill to only the most important and crucial ones. We must have the patience to learn one skill at a time instead of trying to multitask, which is, you know, what we know is not possible. Robert tells us to mirror our mentor's techniques, learn to accept, understand, and appreciate the process, and then build the foundation where we can build layers of skills through tedious tasks and boredom to toughen our resolve and minds, much like working out in the gym. And this third step is experimentation of the active mode. And this step is we need to step outside of our comfort zone make mistakes learn from it by taking responsibility and repeat the cycle it doesn't matter what craft we're in entrepreneurship sports or any chosen field but it generally takes 10,000 hours or more to become an expert at it as we gain the skills and confidence we need to make the move into the active motor experimentation most people We'll wait too long to take the step because of fear failing, because it's always easier to stay comfortable. But we know that our apprenticeship is over when we feel that there is nothing left to learn in an environment. And then it's time to move on to another place to continue our apprenticeship, to continue to expand our skill sets. The next is we must absorb the master's power or the mentor dynamic. We all know that getting a mentor is the most efficient way of learning, but it is also the most difficult process in the beginning. Competition is tough and good mentors are in high demand. This makes it key that we stand out from the crowd and differentiate ourselves from the pack. Choose the mentor according to our needs and inclination, and the choice of the right mentor is more important than we can imagine. We can't simply choose the first possible mentor who crosses our path. You must be prepared to put as much thought into it as possible. Now these mentors or masters are those who by nature have suffered to get where they are. They've experienced endless criticism of their work, doubts about their progress, and setbacks along the way. As mentors, they alone can gauge the extent of our progress and the weakness in our character, the challenges we must go through to advance. So in order to get a mentor, Green recommends that we think about what they need the most and just provide it. Don't ask what they need, just provide it. The mentor will be impressed as we already know what his or her needs are, and this is more likely why they will respond to us. And also be willing to start from the bottom and work our way up. Often, mentors give low-level jobs as filter of sorts to make sure that we have what it takes to play with them. The next is it's important to increase our social intelligence. In order to avoid being manipulated, we need to increase our knowledge about the people surrounding us. The key is not to try to change people but instead understand them. We must learn to read people, be present, and observe, and understand the nonverbal communications. you know, paying attention in stressful situations as people show their real character in these moments. And we can't really rely on first impressions alone. We need to understand general human tendencies such as envy, rigidity, self-obsessiveness, laziness, conformism, and fightiness, and as well as passive aggression. We might not like it, but it's really necessary that we create a social mask in our careers. We need to do whatever is necessary to avoid being caught up in politics, power games, and manipulations, In order to fully concentrate on our professional development, we can then be most authentic outside of our workplace. The next is awaken the dimensional mind or the creative active. Remember being a child. We were free from social programming, no demands. All we had was curiosity about the world surrounding us. Everything was magical. Believe it or not, that was a skill. A skill most of us lost as we grew up and listened to people telling us how to behave and how to fit in. Robert tells us to combine a childlike mind with our acquired knowledge and skills. Now, don't do everything we did in the apprenticeship. Robert says to open our perspective. You know, choose a task we are obsessed about, not just for the financial reasons, and then choose a goal that is realistic but ambitious and go for it. We need to break our routines and be open-minded while we deal with doubt and fear of the unknown. We can't just confirm our current paradigm, but instead alter our perspective. You know, observing ourselves without judging and be willing to admit that what we thought was right may actually be wrong. And finally, fuse the intuitive with the rational. This is reaching mastery. Society only knows one form of intelligence, rationality mastery in itself is not playing rationality mastery is the combination of knowledge skill and intuition intuition is driven by memory and it takes sometimes up to 20 years to reach a level of intuition suitable for mastery and mastery itself is a never-ending process we don't just become a master and then stop evolving the scary but amazing thing about mastery is That we will never stop facing situations of frustrations and other setbacks. We must use these moments for our continual growth. We can never know our peaks if we really never give it our all. We must take every possible opportunity to learn and improve continually. And that's the beauty of mastery. Robert's book really opened things for me. It shared incredible stories that shifts how we think about things. It's certainly a different take on Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, that success is not just by chance, but often through struggles and mastery. I highly recommend this book to everyone. I suggest you pick up a copy and start reading it today. Allow me to leave you with this. In order to achieve the level of success in our lives that are often reserved for the Einsteins, Mozarts, Darwins, and Ben Franklins of the world, we need to start by finding our true calling or our life's task. Then apprentice to acquire the necessary skills to master our life's task, where we learn the rules and the necessary skills, where we show up, shut up, and take notes. Then follow what our mentors teach religiously and not stray from it until we reach the next stage. The next stage is our so-called creative active phase. This is when we practice what we've learned during our apprenticeship and make additional connections. This is where we get to see the bigger picture and develop our own unique style, our way of executing our craft like no one else. Then after we've invested 10,000 hours or more and years worth of learning and practice, we achieve the holy grail of our lives. and That is mastery. Thank you so much for your time today. I highly encourage you to all. Please connect with me. Please do share, subscribe, leave a rating and review. I'd very much appreciate your honest feedback, which helps me continually provide impactful content that I hope you will find valuable. And remember, a book a day keeps failures at bay. Until next time, thank you and have a success failed day.